Blog Talk Radio. Janice, please go ahead. Well, good afternoon, Richard. Hi, Janice. How are you? I am excellent. I am so delighted and honored to speak with you. Uh, I just love talking with authors, and you are you are the the author's author here. Um, just you just seem to have found a permanent home on the New York Times bestseller list with all of your hit books, and now you have a brand new one, The Christmas Memory. So tell us, what is The Christmas Memory all about? A Christmas Memory is a story of a of a young boy who, in a very difficult time in his life, is is um, befriended by an older black man who lives next door. And as this, as this little boy's family disintegrates, um, this man gives him wisdom and protection. And it's, it's a story of compassion and friendship. And, uh, but it's also, it's also my story. It's a true story. Uh, mostly it's, it's, it is a novel, but, um, it, it takes place in 1967 when my family suffered a great loss. My dad lost his job. We moved from California into an abandoned home in Utah. It was uh, not completely abandoned. It was filled with rats. And it was a rough neighborhood. I was beaten up and bullied a lot. And um, and so it was in this darkness. My, my mother was struggling with depression. My dad was just gone. And um, this old man who became my friend. And so I, I, I think it's a, it's, I think it's one of my favorite stories I've written, but it's the most uh, autobiographical of all my stories by far. It's a very touching storyline as well. And it's also a wonderful storyline to show and display in this, this era that we're in in society with, you know, all kinds of racial issues and such. And, it's such, and, and then to have it released, of course, during the Christmas holiday season. It's wonderful. So congratulations on the release of A Christmas Memory. Okay. Thank you. Well, now, having said that, I want to also congratulate you on the success Last month, your book, well, the movie, The Noel Diary on Netflix, based upon your book uh, of the same name, number one on Netflix during the Thanksgiving weekend starring Justin Hartley. It just seems like Santa has delivered gifts to you earlier than he did the rest of us here, the Netflix movie and now (laughs) this book. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that. That was something I don't think anyone fully expected how big the movie would be. It was so fun to go. I got a text early in the morning said, "Hey, your book's number one on your movie's number one on Netflix." And sure enough, it was right there, and, and then it was number one, number one worldwide. And it, it was just, it's like, wow, that's huge. It was it was in the top ten in ninety of ninety three countries. Oh my goodness! Which considering it's it's a Christmas themed movie is pretty darn good. A lot of those countries don't even have Christmas. And um, it's just been a lot of fun. Justin Hartley was, is a wonderful actor. If you haven't seen the movie, you definitely want to see it. It's my first feature film. I've had seven television movies, but this is my first feature film, and it's been an absolute joy. And um, now my new book, A Christmas Memory, I'm talking to producers about a movie for it as well. Well, that was my next question, and you beat me to that one, but so that's wonderful to hear. Uh, will that – well, do you know yet? Will it be Netflix or some other network? Or do you know now? Well, well way too early. Way okay. too early for that. In fact, I, I pushed them off. When they first came and said, we want to, we want to take this, I, I said, look, it's, um, 
I want to wait to see what the book does because the book feels like my first book. The first book I wrote was called The Christmas Box. It sold 8 million copies, um, one of the biggest books of the century. And this one felt like it. It, it. it was the first time I wrote a book that actually felt that I liked as much as The Christmas Box, if not more. And so this is one of my favorite books ever. It's I, I have trouble reading it without getting choked up. It's um, I think the message is perfect for today. And so um, I, I told them, let's wait till after Christmas, then we'll talk movies. Well, now, whenever your books uh, have been uh, turned into films and television movies and such, how hands-on are you with the making of these movies and films? I have, I have hardly any, actually. That's the reality of it. One of my books was turned into a TV movie, and I won't say which one, but I never even watched it. The, the producer called me and said, they slaughtered your book. They, they, and um, it was interesting because it was the only one of my movies that did do well. Usually my movies are the top three of the year, and this one did do well. But he just said, they slaughtered it. You won't even recognize it. And I, um, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. You know, I just... It was disappointed. This, this Netflix movie, Noel Dyer, is the complete opposite. It's been nothing but a joy. They've been very respectful of the of the book. The screenwriter reached out to me even before the the script was approved, and they've been wonderful. Charles Shire is such a great director. He's so talented, and you might know him from Father of the Bride and yeah. Private Benjamin and Irreconcilable Differences. He's he's just a very good director who captures. Um, human emotion very well and who doesn't love justin hartley he's, he's probably the most handsome man in america uh, he's kevin on this is us and um he just nailed it he just knocked it out of the park what time of year do you normally start writing your books that have the christmas backdrop starting with a christmas memory well uh, when i started this one it was last december actually so it's it's nice to work during Christmas, but last year was very it was a strange year. Uh, this time last year, I was very very sick. I I had come down with pneumonia and I was getting worse every week. And then when I thought I couldn't get worse, I caught COVID. Oh, nice. A close friend of mine had just passed had just passed away from that, so I knew it was life threatening. Um, I wasn't sure if I should be hospitalized. My wife, you know, we're talking to the doctor every day, and. Um, and then in the midst of this, when the last thing I'm thinking about is books, I'm thinking about survival, this book starts coming to me, and I got a notepad and just start scribbling down these notes. And I don't know if I was trying to just capture parts of my life, um, you know, before it was over, that I wanted things, that there were th still things I wanted to share. Um, but I thought it's probably not going to be that good, right, because we get, you know, the COVID fog they talk about. And then uh, several months later, when I started to recover, I, I picked up the notebook and started reading what I had written. And I thought, this is the best thing I've ever written. It is so, it is so real and so true. And so, since your books are are based, uh, you know, so many of the hit ones, I should say, are based upon uh, the Christmas holiday season. What is it like around your household on Christmas Eve? I mean, do you is it very very traditional or or what? Well, my wife is incredibly OCD, so she doesn't like decorations very much. She she has been very tolerant to like um, put a few out. So I'm the opposite. I would like fill the home with decorations if I could. Um, I am, as the New York Times said, the king of Christmas fiction. So she recognizes that we need to do that. 
but um, other than that, it's, it's, it's actually been changing. Um, years For years, I traveled. I would be on book tour until just before Christmas. And like the Christmas box, my first book, I, I went to more than 20 cities. So I was just, it was a whirlwind doing media and TV and just all around the world. But that's been changing. And then COVID has changed things a lot. So, um, you know, I've been home quite a bit. I've actually been home. Well, I, 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 not totally. My daughter graduated from Texas Christian University um, as a doctor uh, a few days ago. So we just got back from Dallas. But outside of that, we've been, I've been home for the last few weeks. And I'm just looking forward. I, we have a charity. We help abuse and neglected children. And this time of the year, we provide Christmas for about 2,500 abused children. So I'm very busy with that. That's why I'll be going this afternoon. Um, and just love doing that. It's kind of a, it's, it's a thrill that, that um, we're able to make a difference. Now, that charity, is that, that's the one, the Christmas Box International? Yes, okay. it is, okay. and it's absolutely wonderful. And you, you can go, you can look it up. If you, in fact, if you want to see any of the things I'm doing, you can go to my webpage at richardpaulevans.com. Um, you can also order, order the book. I just heard from Amazon that they will still, you can still order this book, um, a Christmas memory, and we'll get it here before Christmas. So um, they were saying that they were backed up two months on it. Uh, the sales have been huge, and uh, but they just announced this morning that you could get the book. So it's kind of exciting. You know, Richard, I think you are Santa's pick favorite child. I really believe that because <laughs> <laughs> all of these gifts, <laughs> even with Amazon. And finally, what has been your most memorable Christmas gift, whether it was a good gift, a weird gift, a wonderful, just most memorable gift? Oh, Wow. Um, that, I've never thought of that. Um, you know, I think more of seasons and what are the most powerful seasons. I mean, in fact, probably the best, one of the best Christmases we had, we had just moved to Italy and we didn't get any presents. And, uh, we got one present, we got a DVD player that would play Italian DVDs. <laughs> and it was just a time of being together and eating food and, and, you know, being with friends. And, um, that may have been my best Christmas. So, um, you know, the greatest gifts, are, you know, I'm a Christian. It's what, it's what Jesus gave. And outside of that, it's, um, the rest of the stuff is just family and being together. Yeah, the true meaning of the the real holiday season. I'm going to close it out with this. This is one of my pet peeves, and I understand. It just bothers me when people say, happy holidays, happy holidays. I still like to say Merry Christmas. (laughs) Does that bother you the way it bothers me? I love Merry Christmas. What's wrong with saying that? Uh, There's nothing nothing wrong. People are trying to be inclusive. I you know, there's too many important hard, hard things and important things in life to get to worry too much about. <laughs> I just, you know, I love Christmas. It's a joy. And I think, you know, I, I mean, my friends are all over in terms of what they believe and, and you know, their spectrum. It's like, you know, my, my agent is Jewish. She spends Christmas with us. And, it's, um, you know, it's just a time of love and should be. And so, you know, I want, you want, to, I want to respect everyone, but also, also I don't get too caught up in it. Small things. Yeah, I gotta stop doing that, but I still say it anyway too. <laughs> I, I use both. But anyway, Richard Paul, thank you so yeah. much. Hello. For your. I, I, was gonna, I was just I love Christmas, and mm-hmm. thanks for thanks for having me on your show. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And the book, again, is A Christmas Memory and possibly uh, will become a film maybe this time next year. So we will stay tuned to see. And so I'm going to sign off by saying Richard Paul Evans, Merry Christmas. How about that? And Merry Christmas to you and all your listeners. Thank you very much. All right. Take care and talk to you next year. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Wasn't he just fun to chat with? I love authors like him. They're talented. They're thoughtful. They have all of that. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back with our next guest. And to remind you, you're listening to Film Festival Radio with me, Janice Malone. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.